Welcome. You found the Out of the Ordinary podcast, where we believe that the very best stories grow out of the soil of ordinary life. I'm Lisa Jo Baker. And I'm Christy Purifoy. And a few of our favorite ordinary spring things are daffodils picked from the backyard, slipping into sneakers instead of heavy boots, and an inspiring new cookbook from the library. And a few of mine are windows finally wide open again. The first tulips showing up that are now in their sixth year since we planted them. And the end of brown and the beginning of green. We hope these conversations help you see the extra hidden right in plain sight in your ordinary life too. Get comfy. Here we go. Chrissy, I arrived here at 11 o'clock this morning at Maplehurst in person. <laughs> so excited to be here. And our first order of business was going to be recording a podcast right away. Right. We were going to sit right down and do it. And what time is it now? Uh, almost 7 p.m. So like eight hours later. <laughs> now that our voices are completely ragged, <laughs> we are I, going to... I was going to say warmed up. Uh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. I mean, this bears out history because it has always gone down like this. Anytime I arrive at your house, apparently, and we've talked about this on the podcast, we need to do the deep work of building that, you know, heart connection again before we sit down and have a public conversation. It's almost as if the private tank has to be really filled up in order to have a public conversation. And you guys, let's just say we talked about some things that are going to surprise y'all next week. That's right. We have made some decisions we about have. this old podcast of all, ours. All good. All good. If all anyone's good. getting nervous. Yeah. <laughs> but different. Yes. And you'll yeah. have to come back next week. And I think today what we're going to do is just unpack some of the thinking that's been happening today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that will take us to this new turn in the road next week. We want you to make sure you come back excited and ready for what we've got waiting for you. But honestly, I think the fact that we spent eight hours today talking in person before mm-hmm. we were ready to podcast right. is indicative of why this change is upon us. That's right. I know you um, mentioned, Lisa Joe, that you, the word tired came up, Mm. thinking about the podcast as we've met via Skype for so long, um, brainstorming ideas, stories to share. I think we have both often felt tired and assumed that we were just tired because life this year has been tiring, right? right? There's been many factors that have left us feeling weary, but I don't think either of us fully appreciated until till today and we were back together talking just like friends and having these conversations that some of what we were feeling was emptiness yeah, because we were trying to tell stories and pour out without having the opportunity to really pour into one another first and Mm -hmm. and warm up our voices, so to speak. And into our friendship. You know, I went and looked back to see when the podcast started. I knew it was around September. So September 12th, 2018 was mm. our very first episode. Everything big starts small. <laughs> One of my favorite things about people who discover our podcast is often they'll send us messages to say, oh my goodness, I had to go back to the beginning and listen yeah. to everything to be part of the story. Right. And in that first episode, we talked about, you talked about grass seeds. Mm-hmm. And I talked about feeling for years like I was a pitcher or you know, in South Africa, we'd say a jug. <laughs> That was full of water 
but had nowhere to pour out. But three years later, wait, is that right? 2018, 19, 2021, <laughs> three years later, I actually feel like a jug that's empty. Mm-hmm. And I had assumed it was just because of this lost year, how difficult it's been on mm-hmm. many different levels. And I just assumed, well, once Christy and I are together in person, mm-hmm. I will feel like there's lots to pour out. But what was interesting is when I walked into your house with, let's just pause for a moment, the kind of gifts I know to bring you. (laughs) Some people will bring their hostess flowers, Mm -hmm. but I know that's completely redundant I have the flowers covered. That's (laughs) right. got the flowers covered. (laughs) I brought groceries. (laughs) I needed the groceries. I did. (laughs) Bags of groceries, the good kind, you know, not the kid kind. So French bread and strawberries and brie cheese and... What are those cookies called that we both oh, like? Oh, um, macarons. Macarons, <laughs> avocados and salads and all kinds of delicious groceries. And we sat down and ate chili and had tea and coffee together and continued to talk. And you were the one who said, I think we need to talk about where the podcast is going. And I thought, oh, wait, it's not just me. I'm not the only one who feels sort of a dryness in my soul. And maybe it's not just me. Maybe there's something bigger that needs a shift or an alteration. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, we did that series on Mm re-entry, post-pandemic life. What does it mean to Mm re-enter, I guess, this new normal? Right. And what we've realized is you can't go back. Right. There's not a going back. There's a going forward into something new, some right. version of ourselves that has changed. Right. We, we won't, yeah, we, we're not going back. We're moving forward. And even if some things will feel like a return or a return to normal or we'll receive some things back, we aren't the people we, we were. Um, so I feel this just every time I look in the mirror. I think I've mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say that as I'm looking at yeah, you right now. I mean, when salons shut down, um, I had that pixie haircut for Lisa Joe for 15 years. I mean, as long as I've known you. Yeah. Because when we met in Chicago, didn't you have a pixie cut Not then? at first. It was shortish. But it's it always was, been It short. was when I was pregnant with Thaddeus. So that that's when I went all the way pixie. Um, but yeah, it's been short since you've known me. All the way pixie. And um, for anyone else who has very short hair, uh, you maintain that by going to the hairstylist every, I would go every five weeks. So if I kept that rigorous schedule, the payoff was that I didn't have to do anything else for my hair. (laughs) I don't own a hair dryer. I don't, I wouldn't brush it. I just run my fingers through it. Done. It was wonderful. Um, But salons closed. My hair started to grow and grow and grow and grew enough that by the time they opened, I felt like, well, I've gone this far. Let's just keep going. And then as I kept going and I let it grow up more, I've reached a point, Lisa Joe, where I, f- I I feel like it would be almost to betray somehow this this long, strange year and these experiences to try to pretend that I'm that somehow I'd be pretending that I'm the same person. Of course, that's not actually true. You can go back to your old hairstyle, but for me, it just feels like that. I really feel like embracing something different in the mirror because I know I'm not the same person, mm-hmm. and and somehow this is my visual everyday representation. There's more gray um, and. And and I feel that in regard to the podcast, because I would often look at the photo that accompanies our out of the ordinary 
on iTunes or on the website, you and me sitting on the front porch here at Maplehurst. Um, I, I'm sure it was your fault that I'm holding that chicken. I don't think I would have <laughs> ever gone and said, hey, let's put one of my chickens in the picture. <laughs> I feel like fault is the wrong word there. <laughs> Credit. That's what makes that photo so interesting. One of You're our right. children, remember our children You're were right. like herding chickens on the front yard. <laughs> And we were, they came up onto the deck with one. And I think our friend who was taking the pictures was like, oh, Christy, grab it. And we yeah. snuck a picture so with that, the chicken. That chicken has been in the photo ever since. And yeah. you're right. It does make it more interesting. Um, and, and just reflects the context, this place where, you know, our friendship mm-hmm. um, is rooted. But I look at those people. And now, to be fair, Lisa Joe, you look exactly the same, as lovely as ever. Your hair is long and glossy and wavy. I don't Wait. Let us pause for a moment. <laughs> the clothes I'm wearing in that picture are very fancy. I have on my really awesome blue suede cowboy boots, my stylish jeans, and cute little top I would wear when I'd go out on speaking events. Like, Christy, mm-hmm. I haven't worn these clothes in like a year and a half. <gasps> right. And right. I did try to put them on recently. Oh, no. <laughs> and let us just say that COVID has added some delightful curves to my frame <laughs> that aren't as easily embraced by that outfit anymore. So when I look at that, I mean, I see a version of myself too that isn't reflected by the everyday sweatpants and hair up in a messy bun that I've lived in for the last Mm -hmm, year. mm -hmm. And this is not, I mean, as someone who's really prone to nostalgia, I'll have to say, I don't, that this doesn't fill me with sadness at all. It, it, Mm -mm. It, I feel proud almost. Oh, look at who we were when we started this podcast. And I would say how well we've done, what a gift and a blessing this podcast has been. And now we are, we're not the same people. Right. We've grown uh, in so many ways. And I I want Lisa Joe to bring the fullness of that growth and the new, th- you know, just new things um, into what comes next for the podcast. Mm. Um, I think if we if we believe what we've been saying all these years, that it's, you know, the extraordinary stories grow out of the soil of our ordinary lives, um, the, the soil isn't exactly the same, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's been enriched by what we've um, experienced these almost three years of podcasting. And, and so I want to find, um, find out how to s- dig into that new soil mm-hmm. and not just keep telling the same stories over and over, um, but to make sure I'm telling new stories, fresh stories, true stories. And I think we have found a good way to do that. More on that next week. <laughs> Got to come back. <laughs> I know. I mean, so for context, some of what we were talking about today is just this idea that when you and I sat down in September of 2018 to start recording our conversations, it was based on two decades of friendship Throughout which, at various points, I had said to you, which might sound like an odd thing to say, I wish other people could hear these conversations <laughs> because I learned so much from them. I wish there was a way to share them with others. And so when we began these conversations, we were pulling on 20 years of friendship. There was a mm-hmm. constant overflow of stories. Mm-hmm. What we've realized since then, and it's not like we've run out of stories. That's Don't worry. That's not what we're saying. But we're saying that the the well that we were pulling from was a well in the past, mm-hmm. right? And at the time when we started telling these stories, I think maybe I had one book under my belt, but we weren't right. in maybe the place. Two, yeah. I mean, I've written three since then, and a Bible study, and a teen Bible study. Mm-hmm, You've mm-hmm. written- I've written two since two then, one that'll that come out next year. And yeah. one more. Yeah. I'm in process with another one. And so there, 
We've also lived in a place where we tell stories on social media. So the well has started to run a bit dry because so many different so many different places are pulling from it. And when we sat down today, we realized, okay, we might need to drill a new well. Like we might need mm-hmm, fresh mm-hmm. water. Fresh I think water. I like that picture because yeah. we've often used that image at Maplehurst. You've talked about that, right? The What's the verse that you quote yeah, about the water running house. downhill? Oh, yes. that's so good. I'm so glad you remembered that. I hadn't even thought of that. But that's always been, I feel like, the scripture and the vision that I've been given for this house is that it would be like a fountain, mm. that it would be a fountain house and water would flow down the hillside, so to speak. Um, wow, yes. So, gosh, I have goosebumps. That is my hope for um, what comes next for the podcast as we move into um, season three, that we have that fresh water flowing. And I think that's the experience of our listeners too, because all of us, as we're trying to navigate life now, as we're trying to slowly walk toward a new normal in whatever re-entry looks like for you, I know everybody is having different experiences, right? People are doing jobs they might not have expected to do. They're working from home still. They maybe are still doing online school or their kids are just transitioning back to something hybrid or maybe they're full-time, but they're wearing masks. Mm -hmm. People are getting vaccinated. People are, I mean, your husband for the first time in over a year got to see his parents in Texas, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So for all of us, we're in this phase of re-entry, and I think grief comes when we try to return to what was. Yeah. As opposed to saying, that might be gone. How do I walk forward into a new iteration Mm -hmm. of what normal used to be? Is there a way for me to embrace that? Mm -hmm. And so what we're trying to do with the podcast is what I think is probably being echoed in all of your own lives, folks who are listening, is find a way for fresh water and a new normal and a re-entry that doesn't just fill up our listeners, but fills us up so it feels like overflow and not in some way work, which is, Christy, a strange thing to say because the podcast has always felt like overflow, except the last six months particularly has started to feel like work. And I realized that after we had talked today for eight hours and (laughs) didn't have to record it, Mm -hmm. that unfortunately in a time of pandemic, the only time we were really spending together was for work to Mm -hmm. record a Mm -hmm. podcast conversation. And it's because life was weird for all of us. We had kids all the time that we had in the house. And I was working three different jobs, and everything about normal was different. And what we came to realize is the podcast works best when it's when it is an overflow. Mm-hmm. And for that to work, we need a lot of time together mm-hmm. in person. I'm just like so happy right now that I'm sitting across <laughs> from this table. I can see your face and you're laughing and like the table's vibrating because you're very, I have to it. say, I have, it has felt great all day to be here with you talking. And now all of a sudden I feel weird because this isn't what I have been used to <laughs> for the podcast. I, I feel a little out of sorts. I'm not sure where I'm supposed to... <laughs> Because I have gotten used to seeing your face on Skype, sitting at my desk. So I also think this is significantly strange. We didn't plan this. You know how I love to read a whole lot into very tiny things. It, mm-hmm. it can be annoying sometimes. Oh, I, I love it. <laughs> Bring it. So I am reading a whole lot into the fact that we <laughs> intended to record as we used to do up in the little third floor office. Oh, true. And we're not there. Um, we're not there because the we just we're just so 
lucky, I won't say blessed, we're, we're just lucky today that my family has vacated the house for a short while and you and I had the house I to know. ourselves today, like, which is so great. like college kids who get ecstatic <laughs> when their parents are gone or something. Like we're like, we could talk as long as we want to and be wherever we want and be to. Where, well, we're like moving from room to room. It's amazing. So I know we intended to take our microphones and go up to the third floor, but instead we wandered from the kitchen into the dining room. Into sat the library. Down. We sat there yeah, a long time. Sat there a long time. And then to record, we we wandered into the dining room and sat down at the table here, which um, attentive listeners may note at certain points that I forgot, because we are recording in this new space, the dining room, that I have a very noisy chiming clock over. I like it. It <laughs> felt like a third character in the conversation. <laughs> Mike, don't edit that out. <laughs> The funny thing about that clock is I found it at an antique store. Um, I love old things and old things feel special to me. And when my husband had a special birthday, I won't say what number, but it was a special one. <laughs> um, recently, uh, I found this clock for him at an antique store. This is a couple years ago now, actually, uh, with my son. And um, I just thought that is so meaningful. It's a special birthday and you're giving a special clock and time. And I don't know. I thought it was so perfect. <laughs> you're such a four. And, yeah. It's so deep and meaningful. And unique. Well, it has irritated and frustrated <laughs> my family ever since. And I know if they thought they could get away with it, husband included, I bet. He's never said this, but I suspect that if they thought it would not deeply wound me, they would take that clock and stick it in a closet somewhere so it could never be heard from again. <laughs> because every time it chimes, they're annoyed. Um, it comes up frequently about that annoying, noisy clock. <laughs> why is it Why is it dinging again? <laughs> is it? Does it chime at the wrong times? Or nope, is it, it is, always on it the is, hour? It's accurate. So it chimes on the hour. I don't think it does quartered chimes. Uh, we will find out. Like it does. <laughs> it might, I'm just going to say, I feel it might like it's do one. more frequent than you think. I think it does one on the quarter hour and then it okay. does the full on the hour. <laughs> I like it. So you, anyway, listeners may hear that. But okay, so this is what I this is what I was starting to say, is that I think it is significant that we intended to just re-enter our right. old practices that we always... If you always, were here in person for the Black Barn event, you took a little tour right. up to the third floor, the right. little attic room where we've we've spent two years recording, recording content. Always there, always. And now we are sitting downstairs at the main dining room table that you used for homeschooling a yeah. lot of the last year. Exactly, yeah. Looking out over the flower garden, which right. I am going to take as also something, you know, new things growing. I think so. Right there through the window. Yeah, so we haven't re we 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 haven't returned, but we have re-entered literally some new space and way of doing things. And I think that's really significant. And I think also very invigorating. Yes. When I think now about this next season of the podcast and all the stories we're gonna tell, right. I feel excited. I feel Me energetic. Too. I feel like, can we get started tonight? I know. <laughs> I feel full again. And I think that's the beauty of friendship. And I really I think I'd attribute it also. To the gift of the Holy Spirit, and I, mm -hmm. by which I mean, you know, Jesus is, of course, the maestro at when you think there's nothingness, right. creating something. So whether it's manna in the wilderness or it's, you know, breaking the five loaves and fish and there's so much abundance. As a writer, I've experienced that many times where I think to myself, well, after I wrote this book, I've got no more stories. Like, I've got mm -hmm. nothing left to mm -hmm. tell. And then… You look around a corner and realize, oh my gosh, there's this well I didn't know was here the whole time, rich, deep, cool, running water. 
And I feel that way about the podcast. When I pulled in this morning, I was very excited to spend time with you. I'm here for two full nights and all the days and all the meals and food and conversation in between. But I thought to myself, oh, and we have to record a podcast, which I then immediately felt guilty for mm. feeling because yeah. I love podcasting with you. And it was so interesting to discover eight hours later, oh, there's this whole, oh, there's the clock. There's the clock. <laughs> I told you it was the quarters. Yeah. But to realize there's this whole well. Oh, actually, now I think we're on the hour now, so we're going to hear a lot of chimes because <laughs> it's late. I'm happy. <laughs> I love it. It seems appropriate that it's tracking time with us, mm-hmm. that there is a change. It's a changing of the guard. Let's call oh, it Oh, there that. you go. <laughs> also, Lisa Joe, I think the timing is really interesting because um, it's Easter now. Oh, it's right. Easter, just Easter, Easter season, yeah. right? So um, Easter is a Sunday, um, but it's also this season in the church calendar. Mm. And so we're still in that Easter season of mm. new life, of resurrection, and of, of living that out. And, um, and so it just feels so appropriate and wonderful and like a gift of the Easter season and a gift um, from God that we would be feeling, feeling this in this filling up again. Um, and it reminded me that right bef- before, I think at the beginning of Holy Week, so before Easter, um, I was I was feeling worn down, not about the podcast in particular, just life. Mm. And I shared on Instagram um, a scripture, but in particular, I think the message paraphrase of it, which really spoke to me. And I shared it as like a, a prayer for right now and for Easter coming, but I realize now that it speaks as well to the podcast and and um, the weariness that we were bringing to it and now how we feel like we've turned a corner. And this is the scripture. It's from Psalm 126. It says, And now, God, do it again. Bring rains to our drought-stricken lives, so those who planted their crops in despair will shout, Yes! at the harvest. So those who went off with heavy hearts will come home laughing with armloads of blessing. Lisa Joe, oh that was gosh, you today. You you came here with armloads of groceries and said, I'm home. And I said, welcome home. You're home. And I I, I share, I, I, I'm just speechless because I feel like I've today seen this scripture fulfilled in a very particular way. Um, and I sense that it means even more that we'll go on, you know, seeing um, its fulfillment. But just today, Lisa Joe showing up here at Mayflower's <laughs> arms late, you know, and, and filled with, with good things to eat. Um, and you and I then talking and feeling our, our hearts, our spirits fill up again. Um, in ways that we know now we want to pour out again. Um, what an Easter, I mean, it's just an Easter gift. Goodness. Yeah. I, mean, I just attribute a lot of this to the connection and intimacy of being in person. I mm. really think that's, and we talked about this at the beginning of the pandemic, how it felt on a spiritual level such a deep wound that recovery from this pandemic required separation from community. Mm -hmm. And so it feels like a rebirth to be in your company again and to sit down and have these conversations in proximity. And I don't just mean across the table. I mean, after eight hours of doing life together again, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that that in itself is a reminder in Easter. You know, Jesus 
came. <laughs> like he came yeah. in person to be with us. It's mm. why his disciples were so devastated that he died. They were so horrifying. Mm-hmm not just on a spiritual level of a prophecy they thought was being fulfilled, but on a personal level, having a friend mm-hmm. taken from you in that way. I know a lot of people have experienced this loss on just the most awful mm-hmm. planes in the last year. And for me, it really does feel like a kind of redemption to get to sit here and talk in person and then have the Holy Spirit pour into us a vision, a new vision to give us fresh vision for what might come next, because I think often in life, especially when you get to our age, and part (laughs) of what we talked about today, I mean, was loss, right? We've Mm -hmm. talked about loss. We've talked about mistakes we've made in the past. We've Mm -hmm. talked about regret. Mm -hmm. We've talked about how the hard thing about time is when you've had mistakes that lost years or wounds that lost years, Mm -hmm. you don't get those years back. I mean, to a degree, they're just gone. Mm -hmm. But the gift of Christ is not just that he says, I'll give you that back, but instead he, I feel like, says, I'll do you one better. Mm -hmm. I will dig a fresh well for you. Mm -hmm. I will pour into you in a way you didn't expect. So it's not like he's going to go and just raise up the dead thing. He's going to create a whole new life, a whole new picture, a vision, a welcome, a place for you that you couldn't even have expected yourself. And mm. days like this just give me that like real confirmation in a visceral way. You and I like to talk about how, as believers, we are not just a brain, and we're not just our feelings or our emotions. We're also our bodies. Mm-hmm. It's an embodied faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, Jesus came in a body to be with us. He lived that out. He literally walked in human skin. So there's something about two bodies being in the same mm-hmm. room together. Mm-hmm. That creates that sense, you know, that's what the Spirit says, where two or more are gathered, I am there. And I agree, He can gather with us through Zoom, okay? But I'm just saying, (laughs) it is not the same as sitting here in person with you and seeing you laugh and, you know, telling, yelling from the bathroom, we're out of toilet paper, like, where do we get it? Like, there's something about that that is, you can't translate across Zoom. Mm Mm-hmm. Aww. (laughs) <laughs> I love you, Lisa Joe. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. Yes. We hope we get to have you all here in person again one of these days. Yeah, that would really yeah. be the culmination. But for now, we're really, really excited about next week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to record it tonight because my voice is definitely wearing I thin, know. but I'm just holding back because I'm so ready to to have um, new, mm-hmm. new, fresh conversations with you. And um that's just amazing to me. I mean, he, yeah, we've, we've been friends for 20 years, um, and there's still more to say. And I think in some ways that's true for all of us, um, wherever we are, is that however long it's been, however dry things feel, resurrection, new life, fresh water is always possible and always God's gift um, in, in just every respect. And here we are experiencing it in this um, personal way for our friendship, but it's just, it's available to all of us. And um, I don't know, I think, I think just holding on to the hope of that because it doesn't always feel like Easter, right? right? So a week ago, six months ago, it didn't feel like Easter. Right. Today, as we sit here, it feels like Easter yeah. and it's easy to believe and it's right. easy to receive. Um, but we're not always in a place and on a day where it feels like that. Um, but I hope the stories we 
have shared over these years in the podcast and that we're going to go on sharing our um, touchstones even for our listeners to remind you of that ultimate hope and truth and um, the beauty and the goodness at the heart of things, even on those days and in those places where it really doesn't feel like it. And um, I'm I'm thinking back, Lisa Joe, as we sit here talking to, I'm kind of remembering, I'm hearing echoes of so many of the conversations we had on the podcast this past year where we were just talking about how hard things were mm-hmm. and trying trying to find joy in, or, in an ordinary <laughs> life that that was now monotonous, that had no anticipation, that had, um, in our cases, you know, a lot of noisy family members. And we, I think, did well and were committed to sharing, honestly, those stories too. I'm so glad we did. But the joy today is deeper and the joy today is richer mm-hmm. um, because I remember so clearly now through our storytelling where we were and um, we're not in that same place. We're now in an Easter place and um, and yet there is more Easter to come, right? Always um, for believers, there's more Easter to come. So if you don't already subscribe to our podcast, you need to go and click that little subscribe button so yeah. that next week... Our new re-entry version of the podcast, really entering season three, Mm -hmm. it will begin the season three of the podcast, will pop up in your app. We'd love to see your excitement as you think about it, and uh, we want to invite you ahead of time now to be ready to think about sharing that with friends. It would mean a lot to us, part of what our hope is as we enter a new season of what this podcast might look like is to bring new people into this community Mm -hmm. to hear this new story that we're about to begin next week. And so we'll remind you next week, but for now, go ahead and subscribe. We'd love that. Tell a friend, share it, write a review. Reviews actually are a wonderful way to help other people discover the podcast. And it's how we hear from you guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'd be surprised how often we read reviews or take screenshots and And send send them to to each other. (laughs) Did you see this one? Did you see this one? (laughs) We love it. We love when they're from international listeners. I have, of course, a real soft for South Africa, but we just love hearing from folks. And we we really do see the podcast as a place of ministry, um, of hospitality, of a way to make the circle wider, to pull more chairs up to the table. So gosh, we really look forward to next week. And um, we can't wait to hear how it resonates with you. We hope that it invites you deeper in. I think a lot about that quote from the C.S. Lewis Narnia series, um, The Last Battle. And you know this one, of course, Christy, where they are arriving in what becomes heaven in mm-hmm. Narnia, and they are calling out to each other, come deeper in and higher up. Right, deeper the, in this and new Narnia. Up. Yes, yes into deeper the in and higher up. It. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and that's our hope, you know, in all the work that we do. I'm sure it's yours too, to... Listen to the Holy Spirit, and it's really, I feel like the Holy Spirit who always leads out calling that. Just when you think you're dry, just when you think there's nothing new, just when you think you've run out of hope or bread or oil or money or inspiration or patience. And there's the Holy Spirit, you know, this deep, eternal river of life saying, come deeper in and higher up, (laughs) deeper in and higher up. So meet you back here the next week, Wednesday. Can't wait. If you enjoyed today's conversation, won't you take a moment right now, open up that podcast app and look for the subscribe button right next to our podcast profile image. 
And we think this podcast is best enjoyed with friends. So tell a friend, click share episode in your podcast app and send a friend our link. Thank you.